so vain I'm pretty sure this song is about me I'm so vain Don't you think this song is about me? Don't you, don't you Today is Tuesday, June 2nd. Wink. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am the host of a show called This Joe Batanz. A little show where I just record it every day without fail. I never miss a day. And uh, today is June 2nd, like I said. Why would I lie to you? I would never lie. I would never lie on This Joe Batanz. That show about my life that's right here. On Afterthought Media. At the top of the show, I stated that today is Tuesday, June second, twenty twenty. That's not entirely true. And by entire, not entirely true, I mean it's entirely not true. Today's at 10 p.m. on Wednesday, June 3rd. However, I failed to record an episode uh, on June 2nd as promised because I was too busy playing Animal Crossing. Uh, I was moving flowers and what I'm, I'm totally reorganizing the flowers. And that I didn't really play much today, but it took up most of my day yesterday. Uh, and, uh, so by the, and it's to the point where I lost track of time and then realized too late that I hadn't recorded the episode yet. And then by that point, I was just too tired to, man, when you garden and move flowers all day around your Island, you get tired. And that's what happened to me. And so I said, I promised I would do it the first thing in the morning. And then now, you know, then, then it's 10 PM on a, uh, uh, Wednesday night, and you're recording this Joe Batanz. But you know, I, I will say Providence was smiling on me because I really didn't have much to talk about yesterday. I was going to talk about the protests and whatnot. And uh, today, actually, more happened today. And so I would love to talk about today. But as usual, and as I've been doing, I just, because this is a personal journal of my life, I've been walking through my day. And that usually will spark memories of things I need to talk about as well. So I woke up this morning. I had trouble getting to sleep last night, actually. It was so funny, because I, I should have just recorded this Joe Batanz. I don't think I was able to get to sleep till about 1.30 a.m. Uh, I don't know why. I just had trouble getting to sleep. And then I finally, you know, put on the... Um, I, 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 on Amazon Prime, they have the Sleep Well channel. So you have a Prime member, you can it's on the TV part of it, and it's uh, they have all kinds of different sounds. I like them all, but I can't sleep to them all. Like there's one that's the city, and it um, I don't know. I can't sleep to city sounds. I can't sleep to there's there's one that's a crackling fire. I like that one, and it's a, it's a and what I like about these Sleep Well channel um, videos is that they they record them in real time. They're not so they're not a loop. So, for instance, the, the, they tell you on there that, the, that it, it's, a, it's a film of a campfire, and they feed it. I guess at one point they say you have to try and find it. Some pe- people start lighting, making uh, roasted marshmallows over the fire. I don't know when it happens, though. I'd have to forward through to find it. But um, it's nine hours. 
Uh, but uh, yeah, you 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 you're a campfire over the course of a night, and it's not a loop; it's a literal campfire that they keep feeding the flame for nine hours. Uh, I have what I generally listen to is a, a a rainstorm. They tell you where the rainstorm took place. I want to say somewhere in Texas, and they have varying degrees of the rainstorm. One time, I made the mistake of listening to a rainstorm that had huge thunderclaps, and it kept waking me up. So I don't do that one anymore. This this one has gentle thunder, but that's fine. That's comforting. But like huge thunderclaps, no. So uh, I had trouble sleeping, and as is the case, I I just wake up at like. If I'm really tired at eight o'clock, but generally on seven thirty, so I didn't get to bed till one thirty, and I don't think I woke up until and I woke up at seven thirty. And uh, per usual, the first thing I did was I uh, turned on my Nintendo Switch because I was really excited this morning. I'll probably be really excited tomorrow morning because some people visited my island and watered my flowers. And if you don't play Animal Crossing, you don't know that when visitors come to your island and water your flowers, there's a higher percentage of getting some new flowers than if you watered it. Like, it's like five times more likely. Something crazy. So uh, they came and watered my flowers, and so I, uh, I'm, I'm excited to see it. But I had watered my own flowers and moved them and whatnot, and so I was excited to wake up in the morning to see if I had any new flowers. And I had a few. I had a few new flowers, and I was very excited to see what happens tomorrow, With because some people visited my island today. We'll talk about that in a second. And uh, so I played Animal Crossing, did all my little chores that I'm supposed to do uh, in the morning. I always do those in the morning. And so I was to the point where I was done. I was pretty much done by, like, um, 8.30 or so. That sounds about right. About 8.30, I, uh, I uh, finished my chores, and then... Um, what happened at 8.30? I didn't have a phone call. I think I... I don't know. 8.30 to 10 a.m. are a blur. I don't know what happened there. And then um, I think... I feel like I almost think I went somewhere, but I didn't. I don't know. I don't know what happened from those times. I probably just went on the internet or so. I don't know what I did. So I maybe read the news. I don't know. I also don't know that I exactly stopped playing... Uh, Animal Crossing at eight thirty, so okay. I, I, I you visit the Able Sisters at nine. I don't know. I had breakfast at ten. Okay. Well, today was my first day off. The first of my days off. Today was my Saturday. And uh, on sat, you know, on my days off, I have a, a scheduled day of phone calls. So that's why it's good that I had today's show because I could tell you about today's phone calls. They're very interesting, actually. Uh, the first phone call this morning was the one I was dreading. It was with my friend Beth, and I need to hold on. I need to reach and get something. Usually, I'll, I'll wait till I'm talking to somebody else, and they, when they're talking, I'll get it. But I don't have that luxury today. You know, why don't I? Um, it, it's going to take me a second, but just so there's no silence whatsoever, I'm going to play. Uh, Lagange stand up. She probably won't even get to talking by the time I'm back, but it, it, either way, there's no silence. Here we go. Hey, 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 put your lighters up. Ganja's in the house. In- there you go. So, uh, I, um, I was dreading the Beth call. I don't know if I talked about this last week or I've talked about this somewhere. I don't know why I talked about this, but last it's been okay. So Beth is a friend that I've known for 25 years and she's a very good person. I actually owe my career in music videos to Beth. She's the one that hooked me up with the music video director 
And I owe, I owe a lot to Beth. He's a very good friend and a very good person. I want to preface this with this. But she's also very Republican. And she's also married to a crazy Republican and a conspiracy theorist. Okay? So not only is he... I, I wouldn't be surprised if he believes in QAnon. You know? But he's a conspiracy theorist. And... It's it's happened during these phone calls. They start out nice enough, and I think it's happened because she's run out of things to talk about, or I don't know what her story is. Where now she's been increasingly trying to bait me into like a an, a political debate, so to speak. And I just that's not the point of these phone calls. The point of these phone calls is just to be like, hey, we like each other. We don't get to talk. Let's use let's take advantage of this quarantine. To get to know each other better and, and reconnect. And I'm, she's the first person, and I, hope, and I hope the only person, where I'm thinking of ending the phone calls with her. Because it seems lately all she's trying to do is bait me. Now, I never take the bait, okay? And I know that there's a new movement, especially with BLM, of that I... They're never, by the way, her, her debates are never race-related, but I'm, I'm taking it to the step of, like, we do have to confront this stuff... Um, when it, you know, when it comes up, we we shouldn't just quietly sit by, but it's one of these things where like, that's just not what I want to fucking do on that phone call. You know, I don't want to have a debate about whether coronavirus is real. I don't want to have a debate about whether, um, Gretchen Whitmer from the governor of Michigan is an idiot. Uh, I just, I just don't want to have, I don't, that's not why I'm there. And and it's also, you know, I don't know if you've ever gotten to an argument or a debate with a person who believes in conspiracy theories, but you'll never win. You'll never win because the person believes in something that's completely just... Un- How do you fight fantasy? How do you fight someone who believes in fantasy, an unrealistic fantasy? You can't. So uh, today she brought it up, brought stuff with Gretchen Whitmer and other couple other things. And I just took hard left. I didn't take the bait and I would just not respond or just chuckle and very obviously changed the subject. And it's one of these things where I'm sure she's going to her friends later and, go, and you know, how she, you know, how she owned the libs and how she just left me speechless and all I could do was change the subject. And that's fine. I don't care. But I'm just not going to engage in discussion. And it was a phone call that I couldn't wait to get off of. It's, it's a phone call that I dread every week now. And I think I'm going to have to have a difficult... I'll make... You know, I'm such a pussy that I will make up an excuse... Uh, as to why I don't want to do these phone calls anymore. I'll say like, oh, you know, um, I don't know. I'll make up something. I'm not doing the calls anymore. Meanwhile, I'm talking to everybody else, you know? Um, but I don't think I want to do that with her anymore. After, we're going to talk to Patrick Keene. Patrick Keene is currently, uh, because, you know, he's a stand-up comic by for a living, but there are no comedy clubs, so what do you do? So he has been um, driving for Uber, and Uber Eats. And there's no shame in that. Look, I, you know, before I started undergrad prep and when I was trying to figure my life out, I drove for Uber for four months. And so he and I were swapping horror stories from Uber. And uh, my Uber stories are so good. I've been so embarrassed that I drove for Uber for four months. Uh, that was before I did, I think it was in the very early days of Drag Race Recap, actually. I might not have even been doing Drag Race Recap yet. It's 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 hazy. It's hazy. It's around then though. And uh we were swapping we swapped horror stories about that. He has a podcast he that's officially on 
um, iTunes. I haven't listened yet, but that I haven't listened to, and that uh, but he doesn't have it promoted yet because he doesn't. Want, I don't know why. So which is smart, I think. You know, he's putting more and more episodes before he promotes it. Uh, next, and then after him, I spoke to my cousin Natalie. Uh, per her request, and uh, also there's not that much interest in to say. She never wants anything that we discuss to be discussed on the air. So I will follow. I will. Uh, I will obey that request. Then we get to Daniel. We get to my buddy Danny and his drama. Now the funny thing about Danny is, and I've noticed this pattern with his phone calls, is he is like I told you he's very boring. Okay, it's. Crazy how boring he is. And everybody gets a half hour allotment. Danny knows he gets a half hour allotment. And um, it's this thing where the first 20 minutes of our phone call, 20, at least 20 minutes, is such a fucking boring phone call. I'm constantly looking at the clock thinking, oh, that it must be almost over. And it's like only five minutes have passed, right? And then this has been the, this is the third time this has happened in a row. Somewhere after the twenty minute mark, and there's only a few minutes left. This is where you should be wrapping things up. This is when he drops the huge bombshell. That then I'm all like, oh, this is what we should be talking about. And then we run out of time. You know, and I have to call the next person. Today was Jay Ellis. And what's funny is Jay Ellis is the opposite problem. Today I talked to Jay Ellis on his drive to Palm Springs, which from Los Angeles to. Palm Springs is about 90 minutes. Well, at least when I get a hold of him, it's about 90 minutes left in the phone call. And um, he, that one flies by. Oh, my phone calls with Jay Ellis, they fly by. Today he was like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm in Palm Springs. I'm like, what? If we've been that long, we talked for over an hour? He and I have great conversations. I love this Jay Ellis. But with Danny, I had to cut him off. I felt badly. I promised to call him back, but I got too busy today. I never called him back. But it's one of these things where I think I've talked about this before is this guy that he, I no, he's not, I'm not, he's not even seen him. Here's the whole tea. You ready for the tea? So he meets this guy who's a Mexican guy on get this Zoloft and Xanax. Cause he has anxiety and depression issues and he's stocky and he has a podcast. Um, but his name's not Joe. His name's Andy. And I guess they started dating like in Feb. That stands for February for all the cool kids. But I think it was only like a fling, right? I think it was a fling. And at a, at a certain point, Andy had a car accident and suffered. A, well, I'll even give, I don't know the degree to his concussion, but let's say he suffered a major concussion in this car crash because his concussion's is a big part of this story. And he has this conversation with Danny where he tells him, listen, I'm really messed up by this car crash and the, and the concussion. This is right after. I don't think I want to have a relationship with you. And I think I don't want to be exclusive with anybody. Uh, I think I, I want to fuck other people. Right? And this hurts Daniel because he, he had seen this as a potential for a long-term relationship, LTR. And he, the point I'm making is, it, then the then the coronavirus happens, and Andy is very afraid of the coronavirus, like terrified of it, because he lives with his mother, 
ever since the car accident where he got a major concussion and he's a, she's a cancer survivor and he's afraid of giving her the coronavirus. So Danny says it's like super, he's super highly uh, frightened by the coronavirus. Okay. And uh, he, in fact, Danny, because he knows Danny quarantines, he will hang out with Danny, right? Because he knows Danny's very careful. And I think Danny's very careful because he he knows because he's very careful that Andy hangs out with him. Now, up until today, I was under the impression, based on what Danny told me, that uh, while they weren't in a relationship, because Danny told me they see each other like almost every day. They hang out all the time. Okay. That they were still fucking. Oh, no, Queen. Buckle your fucking seatbelts. I found out today, they're not even... Ever since Andy had this talk with him, they haven't kissed, they haven't held hands, they haven't fucked, they've done nothing, okay? And before you think, hold on, Jebatans, this sounds very familiar, it sounds like the relationships you get into, this came up today. So I had previously, and I may have talked about this in the show, decided... And I'm running out of time. I have to hurry this story up. I had decided... I didn't even get to the story about Whole Foods today. It's a whole thing. I had decided uh, that I would... About this whole thing today. I had decided... Oh, that I would... I, I, even though I saw all this coming, that this is Danny's situation to figure out. Okay. And I wouldn't get involved. But today he said something that's so ridiculous. For a half a second, it wasn't very long, I forgot myself and I started to say, listen, buddy, did you're, <laughs> this guy's, <laughs> once this coronavirus thing, he's going to start fucking other people. I, I didn't say it yet, but I was, it was coming to, I was building it and, and I realized, wait a minute, you're not supposed to get involved. So I told him, I said, listen, I had this policy where I wasn't going to get involved, but I've already gone this far. So let me just give you this one thought and you can take or leave it. There are a lot of red flags here and you need to get out. Cause I, and I explained it. I said, look, in the best case scenario, he's telling the truth. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Danny constantly asks, what are we? And the guy's constantly saying, I'm just really messed up by this concussion. And I can, he's, I know you want more, something more from me, but concussion, 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 I can't give it to you, right? I said, best king scenario, he's telling the truth, and he's fucked up from this concussion. And oh, by the way, he's drinking heavily, and he's on Xanax and, and Zoloft, which that's not a good idea, and to be drinking on those things, because drinking is a depressant, and he has this concussion. I don't know if that's a good idea. Anyway, I'm like, there are a ton of red flags. If, even if it's true, there are a ton of red flags why you should run, okay? And then I said, and if it's not true, he's being nice, and he's telling you he's just not that into you. Because I don't know, I don't know. Three months later, and you're still so so into the concussion that you can't be in a relationship. That sounds crazy, right? It's, it's that's not going to sound right. I'm not a medical doctor, but it doesn't sound right. I'll get a medical doctor on the fucking phone and find out. But it, it makes no sense, okay? And I said, and I told him straight up. I said, listen, uh, you have to understand. I have been, I've been where you are. I've been where, and I went to my whole history, and this is, I felt this, I felt this, I felt this. So I know how you're feeling. I know how, like, you want to believe otherwise, but I don't think it's going to happen, buddy. I think you're reading into it. Anyway, 
I have like a minute left. So let me see if I can do this. Uh, after Jay Ellis, I had a break. And so my mom has specifically asked for her birthday, which is on Friday, for a very specific cake that I made pre-corona a year ago april april 2019 i made a very elaborate chocolate cake you can find it in it's not that elaborate but it requires a hard to find ingredients from stella park's wonderful book brave tart it's a chocolate cake it, people have told me when i made it last year it was the best chocolate cake they ever had she requested i had to go to five million different places to find the ingredients and then it's only when i get home they're going to 500 different places to get the ingredients my mom's like oh if i would have known it would have been this hard i would have told you just We'll just buy the chocolate cake. Meanwhile, it, it, this chocolate cake cost me like $90 to make this chocolate cake. She better like this chocolate cake. That's all I have to say. Uh, other than that, um, talk to Adam Vought today. Ran some errands. I don't even know what I did. Had dinner. Went in the hot tub. My back was killing me at the supermarket. Oh, I went. Oh, no, I did go to the supermarket this morning. Why? Get something. I don't know. That was my day to day in a nutshell. This Joe Batance. Now it's officially my weekend. We'll see you next week, right here on Afterthought Media.